Hi, and welcome to the Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmin Ali. We're looking at one of most entrepreneurs' least favorite topics, namely systems and processes. Yet, if we do not focus on these, we are not focused on working on our businesses, and therefore our businesses will not grow. With this in mind, this week we, we talk digital systems, as this has become such a key focus in most industries and most entrepreneurs realize that digitization is a business imperative rather than a luxury and domain of big businesses as it was in the past. What are digital systems? Well, in short, digital systems are any technology-based systems that we use in our businesses. These can be to deliver our product, to manage our businesses, or any myriad of activities that we don't even think about. And make no mistake, there is no sign of the development or improvement of digital systems slowing down. In fact, if anything, there seems to be an increasing trend with artificial intelligence or AI becoming more and more of a reality in our world. Industry specialists are speaking about a third of the jobs that we see as normal and safe today no longer existing as soon as 2025 because they've been taken over by some level of digitization or completely replaced by machines. This puts a lot of pressure on entrepreneurs to keep up with their bigger, more well-resourced and well-equipped counterparts. Or does it? You see, often big businesses are very stuck in their ways and the wheels turn slowly. That means that any changes would take time and implementation would have to be planned and staggered. Training schedules would have to be drawn up and system switches would have to be managed. For small entrepreneurial businesses, this is not the case. You'd simply implement because the decision would typically sit with one person and because there are not too many people affected by the implementing, the best way to do it would be to do it. This is why many smaller businesses are actually far ahead of the curve in terms of innovation and digital systems. Another reason is that many entrepreneurs have realized that this gives them a massive advantage in dealing with their competition. Digitization can help in delivery times, communication, customer service, marketing, and even sales. Let's just look at an extreme example to illustrate this, namely email. 20 years ago, a company email address was seen as a very special thing. Not everyone had one, and if you had one, it automatically meant that you worked for a big company and also that you were fairly important in that company. Nowadays, everyone has email, and every company, no matter how small, can and should have email addresses in its own name. It's unfathomable that people in a company do not have a professional email address, no matter what their position in the company is. And look at how that has changed the way that we communicate. It means that it is easier to manage other branches and that we can easily create communication trails. It means that we can get contributions from people in other places and specialist views simply and quickly. Of course, email is a very generic example. Every industry has its own digital strides that have been made over time. Often these seem silly and even unnecessary to outsiders, but they're actually cornerstones for the industry that uses them. CAD, for example, is a digital drafting program used by architects and designers. The advantage is, of course, that it's quick. However, the big development is that the accuracy that it provides far surpasses before, and the way that it allows the architect to make changes to their customers' liking quickly. It also means much quicker sharing of information 
rather than the architect being responsible for ensuring that every relevant member of the team has access to a physical set of plans and other documents. As is the norm, younger people took to the program quicker. Younger people can often get paid less because of their lack of experience. Therefore, smaller firms suddenly had the ability to compete with big companies with complete drafting teams by investing in a computer program. But there are dangers to digitization as well. The first is that we should never lose our relationship with our customer. Often we see the benefits of the digital process for our customer and we forget that the customer experience is more than just delivery. Now, I'm not advocating for the personalized customer service that keeps our businesses small. Rather, I'm advocating for us ensuring that our customers understand and feel like a part of our digital growth. During this time, it may be necessary to communicate more and just give them an assurance that they do in fact matter to us. Get feedback on how they're experiencing the system and how you can improve it for them. The great thing with many digital systems is that they're fairly easy, easily and cheaply customizable and this would build your customer satisfaction while ensuring better efficiency for your business. The other big danger is of course the security aspect associated with digitization. Typically there is a lot of information stored when we go digital. This could be customer information, our internal processes and intellectual property, financial information, or any number of confidential information out there. As the digital world has grown, digital crime has grown as well. And it has become key for every business to protect itself from cybercrime. After the break, I speak to a digital safety specialist about the dangers of the digital world and how to protect your business. Welcome back. I'm now joined by Mpo Morori from Lecheka Consulting to talk to us about digital platforms and their vulnerabilities. Welcome. Thank you for having me, yes. Okay, so, you know, we hear about cybercrime and all of these scary words. And honestly, is it something that we as small businesses have to worry about? I mean, it sounds like something that big businesses should be, should be stressing about, not us. Actually, everyone should be worried about it, yes. Um, you know, uh, we live in a in a, in a global economy, in a global world rather, sorry. Mm. Um, and you know, the internet and, and all its wonders, as wonderful as it is, it's also a dark and scary place. You know, um, you've got all sorts of things and people in the internet, you know, with good intentions, some with not so good intentions. So as a small business or as hustlers, as like they call themselves, <laughs> <laughs> some of them, you know, get exposed to very big businesses. You know, so, so people can come through you to attack, let's say, for, for, for example, if you're dealing with a bank. Mm. So they can target you to get to a bank. So, so you do need to protect yourself, you know, also your data. You know, it's, 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 think about it as protecting your, your personal space, you know, who you are. And you don't want to get violated by someone you don't know on the Internet. So, yes, we do, we do need to, to, to get protected as small businesses. Um, not so complex as, as big businesses, but yeah, we do need to get protection. I imagine that as a business grows, its, it's, it's needs would change. Yeah, definitely. So um, let's, let's, let's go through, through what you would say the advice would be in terms of, let's, let's say I'm starting my business today, um, you know, I'm at home with my, with my laptop and I, I'm a one-man show. What are, the, what are the key things that I should have in place even though I'm starting on day one? 
So as, as a, as a one-man show, mm -hmm. the most basic form of, of, of protection you can have is, is a good, strong antivirus. You know, there, there are different kinds and different products out there, but you need one that's well-rounded because it needs to protect you from, from, from not only your device, but also from, from the people you connect to and talk to. So um, maybe perhaps uh, go back a bit and say the forms of attacks, the most basic one is email, and it's got the, the highest percentage of attack. Okay. So they would send you emails, phishing emails. I'm sure you've won the lotto a couple of times for emails, you know. <laughs> Only a few dozen times. Exactly. Exactly. So so those kind of things, you need you need an antivirus that can protect you from those things. And then also because you're in the internet, the antivirus should be able to 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 protect you from the internet. Well they call it endpoint. You know, okay. um, because because then it's well it's, it's rounded, it will protect you from the internet and incoming from the source before it comes into your computer. So as a one-man show, you start there, and then as your business grows, then you will get something bigger that will protect your perimeters, and then protect your applications, protect your hardwares and your, your, your Ooh, servers. Okay, now, 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 you're, now you're losing me. Okay, okay. <laughs> so let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to, okay, fine. So I, I have my antivirus and most computers, most, most, most programs will come with some level of antivirus, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so as my business grows, I now have customers that I'm dealing with on a regular basis and, and I'm getting little alerts from them kind of saying, yeah. um, look, I got this from, you know, one of your email addresses, please check, right? And now I've got a few more people in my business. What do I need to now upgrade to or, or, or will that last me for a while? You need to, you know, with, with, with systems, um, yes, is that... Uh, things are moving quite rapidly mm. in, 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 the, in the tech space. Yeah. So you need to keep constantly keep on upgrading, upgrading, okay. upgrading, um, downloading updates, downloading. So, so, so with that, um, and they were, the, the, the expert would say patch management. Okay. So yes, so you would need to perhaps with, the, with your antivirus, with your, with your windows, constantly need to update this, update that. With the antivirus, the same thing. So that it constantly is updated with, with every new coming up attack. There's about 325,000 daily attacks. Okay, I think you've just said <laughs> all of us. <laughs> so, so you need to be updated as, 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 so that you can protect yourself from such. Yeah. So if your antivirus is up to date, it will be able to, to protect you from most of these, these attacks. Okay. If it's not, it gets older and the newer attacks, the smarter ones, you know, they will, they will get you. They will so, get you. So a word that I've been hearing a lot recently when it comes to the space is ransomware. Yes. Okay. What is that? So, so ransomware is, is a nice kind of a virus in a sense, <laughs> <laughs> in a sense that it comes into, into, into your system, into your infrastructure, into your computer, right? Um, it's, it's, it's meant as, 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 as a way to disturb. So it can be either deployed by by um, a hacktivist or uh, uh, some, some different um, national state, you know, some countries fight with each other. You can have a cyber criminal who's just out to, to find money. So what they do is they deploy this thing into your infrastructure, into your systems. It first come, firstly, before they even deploy it, they research you. They need to know what they're looking for. Okay. So, so, and this goes back to the point where, say, as a small guy, they can come through you to attack mm. whoever it is mm. that you're dealing with. Mm. So it will come into your system. They'll search around. If they find what they want, then they come in. There's always a weak point. So you might be protected, but your colleague or your employee might not be. You know, they might have an old laptop that's vulnerable. So that will be an entry point. They normally don't go to 
the IT security person or the IT guy or the owner, they'll mm. go, they'll find the weak point. Yeah. You know, logistics, if you have such, come in, go in. From there, then laterally move into other departments or computers if you have, or move into your, 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 your friends or colleagues if you have, until they find what they have. So what then the ransomware does is that it takes control of your computer, of your data. Let's say your, your, your payroll system mm. takes control of that and you cannot pay salaries. And then they'll say, for us to release this, you pay us some money. That's a ransomware. Okay, now, I, I, again, I think that we're really scared. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, it happens. You know, um, so, sorry, you know, I saw, I saw a, an incident, even this morning I was reading about a, a, a spyware that's now for phones that's been deployed and yeah. it's been developed in Israel. You know, so it comes into your phones, takes over your camera and, you know, all sorts of crazy things. That's actually something that I wanted to ask you. Do we need to worry about our phones? Because, yes. I mean, we tend to be very focused on, on our computers, on, on, on our networks at the office. But do we have to worry about our phones as well? Yes. So, so how, how the Internet works is ones and zeros mm -hmm. and, and IP addresses and all of that. So even your phone, when it connects, it gets a certain IP address and that's exposed to the world. Mm. And people hack you through that IP address. So you need to form of protected and be, be sort of wary of, of the apps that you download. You know, we, we, we're new to these things, yeah. you know, um, exciting. There's apps, there's app stores, there's all of that. We just click, download, click, download. Yeah. But in essence, what you are downloading, what you are doing is you're giving the owner of the application mm. permission into your phone. And, and what they do with it, you don't know. You don't know who this person is, where they are, I mean, I've seen a, 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 a hack, they were just doing a demo, where the guy hacked into a phone and took a picture from <laughs> your phone. You know, you yeah. just see this thing click and he's got your picture. They get your data, we use it for storing our banking information, our private information. So you need to, you need to be worried about where you connect, you know, free Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is, is a basic need now. <laughs> and we are quick to jump for it and we get hurt because you just see this thing that says, um, you know, click me or whatever. I mean, I, I, my personal Wi-Fi is, is ransomware. Scary. <laughs> don't <laughs> click it. You know, don't try. But we, we click on these things. You don't know who's hosting it. You don't know mm. what they're doing with it. You click, you connect, they got you on your phone. And once it's in your phone, it can then go through. I mean, we hotspot with our phones, yeah. take it to your laptop, and they got you. And of course, the more of us are, are using it, the more vulnerable we become. Exactly. Because, exactly. because the more other people can be, can yeah. be affected yeah. by it. Yeah. What should we be doing? Oh, um, we should be very, very careful of what we do with our phones. We should not connect to things we don't know. Um, we, should, we should not be getting, clicking on emails we don't know. You know, you won a lotto from the UK. You've never played any lotto from the UK. But what about that, that Saudi prince that is... Hey, <laughs> you haven't been to Saudi. <laughs> you know, you've never met a prince. Stay away from such things because... Uh, and unfortunately, those are, those are the most dangerous kind because that's, that's the phishing. That's where they get you. You click on that thing, they get your, your personal information. It's very, very simple for them. And to some of these guys, it's a sport. It's a hobby. They just... You know, flexing their muscles. It's not, you know, just seeing what they can do, what they can find out there. So you should be, you should, if, you, if you're not sure of an email, do not open it. Especially if, if you're using company resources, yep. because then they get into the company, you know. Last question for you. Mm -hmm. When should I be bringing an expert in? Um, if you don't speak nerd, yeah. 
<laughs> get advice. <laughs> if you okay. don't speak nerd, in a sense that um, you can, I mean, you know, you can buy a laptop, you can mm. buy a box of antivirus from from any shop, mm. and then install it and say you are you are protected. In actual fact, you are not. Um, there's so much more to 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 to, to cyber crime. You need to, like I said in, um, earlier on, constantly be updating your your antivirus, constantly be updating your. Mm. Your, your softwares and all of that. So, so if you're not a nerd, if you don't speak nerd that much, you won't be able to be doing that. And that opens up the vulnerabilities. So get, get, get an advice. Um, you know, these, these technologies have moved on. There's mm. easier ways of deploying endpoint and protecting your computers and your networks and stuff. Just ask a friend, um, you know, don't rely too much on Uncle, Uncle <laughs> Google because <laughs> they tend to pick up what you're searching for and then it calls on attention. But, you know, um, as you grow, um, obviously small businesses have different needs. But as you grow, you get exposure and exposure, and, and then you need to, to get um, experts on board. Thank you so much for, you. for scaring us, um, sorry, but also sorry. for informing us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> After the break, I give you some tips on how to protect your businesses in the, in the digital world. Join me for that. Welcome back. We're talking digital systems and processes today and before the break we were talking about how to protect your business from digital crimes. In this closing segment I want to focus on the importance of your internal processes in managing this aspect of your business. As most companies grow and hire a good internal IT person, they develop IT policies and terms and conditions of use of the digital platforms and systems. However, very few employees actually even know what these policies are and most violate them through illegal downloads and going into sites that are not approved. As small businesses in particular, we tend to have an attitude that it doesn't really matter and it's not hurting anyone. The problem is that often it does. When our customers are affected, for example, through viruses that come from us, it is very possible that we will lose these customers. In addition, it can affect our reputation very badly and cause the good work we do to be ignored completely. So, my piece of advice for this week would be to ensure that your company has the right digital policies in place and that all employees are familiar with it, and then to enforce it. Your business cannot afford for you to not protect this key component of your reputation. That's it from me for today. Until the next episode, goodbye. <laughs>